welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nathan, and we're both licensed professional counselors in Oregon, here to open up our lives and minds with you. We are your companion on the journey to grow your healthcare practice, yourself, and your relationships. To get you started, we've got a free email course on our website, shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course, with practical steps on overcoming your fear and anxiety. Thank you for joining us on the Shrink Think Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. This is episode number 99. 99. What does that mean, Aaron? That means we got one more for something. One more episode until we reach the big 100, the triple digits. I feel so old. (laughs) (laughs) And you're not even a grandpa older. Starting with the next episode, we'll be talking about our childhood back in episodes number one through... No, just kidding. We won't do that. That sounds terrible. Um, But we are very excited about this episode, 99. We're excited about the next one, number 100. We've got something special planned for you, so stay tuned for that. But today, we are going to be talking about... Communication, again, it's kind of uh, somewhat of an extension of the last episode, number 98, where we were talking about meaning and when you're communicating something, it's like, well, what do you mean by that? And so in this sense, uh, today, we're going to be talking more about when you're communicating about a situation, something that happened, you know, typically it's like something that somebody had said, um, you said these words or whatever, and you've got a bit of a disagreement. And there's this phrase that uh, maybe everybody that goes to grad school is taught this, or maybe at least everybody in like a, a marriage and family therapy program is taught. It's like you can be right or you can be in relationship. Right. And the idea there is that when you're communicating with somebody else, if you are so fixated on being right, it's going to probably potentially damage or end the relationship because being right is can be the kind of thing that isolates the two of you in relationship. And so we want to kind of break that down. Like, what does that even mean? What does that look like? How do you avoid that? What's going on? All those kinds of things. So before we do that, um, go ahead. And if you're already on your phone, you can hit pause on this or um, just go scroll down to the, uh, the reviews section. If you're on Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the reviews, look for those stars that are down there. Hit the five stars, give us a review and let us know how much you enjoy, appreciate, have learned about our uh, learned about from our podcast. We've got some great listeners that give us some great feedback off air, um, just in emails and um, word of mouth and that kind of thing. Uh, but we would love to hear from you in the app store. Um, it lets other people know how, you know, how beneficial we are, lets them know that they should be listening to us. If you think we're worth a listen, leave us a review. A review. We would love to have that on our record and love to hear your feedback. So thank you for listening. We appreciate you and we do this to help you and inform you. And we're so grateful to partner with you in this. So with all of that, let's kind of start off a, a situation. I, I know I mentioned it kind of briefly, very vaguely, but let's say, um, Nathan, that we've got a situation where um, you said something and uh, and I'm like, whoa, I can't believe you said that. Um, so there are words that were said, and now we're at this kind of juncture of disagreement between us. 
we've got an opportunity to try to resolve that. You know, maybe we need to go back and listen <laughs> to our last episode. <laughs> We're like, we gave it to other people, but we need to heed our own advice. Um, but we didn't do that. We're <laughs> we missed an opportunity. And now we're having a conversation and an opportunity comes up for me to be right. I can say, well, but you said this, right? Being right, it can be important, right? Because there are facts that are happening in the conversation, but there are also a bunch of feelings and observations and experiences that are going on as well that might also need to be addressed. So if I just put that out there, like, uh, you've said something and I'm like, gotcha, sort of a thing. Like you said this, you know, I'm trying to be right about it. What's really going on here? Well, it's not a conversation. It is a debate. Um, it is really at the end of the day, what would be, that's what the invitation is because the person in that way. And if you, for example, were the one saying like, this is what was said, you know, and you're, and you're reacting to that. Well, essentially what you're saying is like, I get to feel the way I feel because this was said. And so then the argument, if, if I don't want you to feel that way, because I didn't, because, because I didn't mean whatever I, you know, said that way, then I'm going to debate that and be like, no, like, no, you can't feel that way. It doesn't matter what, what, like what the words were. I don't want you to feel that way. And so then that's it. I mean, we, there's no conversation. And so, and this is why what you said earlier is true, because if you, if you stick with this, then you don't have a relationship. Yeah, it's really tricky if, um, I know you kind of flipped it, you know, yeah, yeah. in the conversation here. So um, if I'm- Because I don't want to do that. <laughs> right. You want the position of power. <laughs> you just have to be right, don't you? <laughs> All right, I'll stop talking. You win. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's it's funny, but like that's what ultimately can happen. And, and I've seen this, you know, in my office where when somebody else takes that position, the other person kind of throws up their hands They're like, right, whatever. OK, I'm just going to stop talking. Right. Because it's essentially if I'm saying something and you're going to uh, choose to be right and end the conversation about that, then everything feels like a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> that's my star wars reference it's like anything i say you're going to be like oh you said this and, and because you take the position of you need to be right i can't explain what i meant i can't clarify that when i said this i actually meant something different than what you heard um because you're going to hold me to this and so essentially i might as well just stop talking it's it's not safe for me to share with you because you're no longer open to hearing what i'm saying Right. And if if I'm the one on the other side that's been hurt, then, you know, in other words, like I'm I need to be justified in how I feel. So I'm going to be focused on what actually was said, because I it, it could be that like in the relationship, it could be that, you know, like if, if <laughs> I'm making this up, but that maybe I feel all the time that I'm not heard or listened to or whatever. Right. So now something's been said. That I'm like, okay, this is a fact now. I got one. You didn't listen to what I said. I'm going like, to jump there, on this. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm jumping on this. I'm, I'm freaking right about it. I know you don't want to listen to anything I'm talking about. I'm going to leech onto that sucker and hold onto it for dear life. Because I don't believe for a second maybe that, that anything's going to get hurt on the other side. And so I just want to speak to the, okay, you know, like the other person, you know, the, the reason why typically that's happened is maybe... You feel like you don't have much of a voice 
Um, or it could be that you feel entitled to everything in the way the world that you look at <laughs> is just the way it is. And that's it. Right. And, and you know, you're saying that a little bit facetiously, but there is some truth to that. And it's I, I, to speak to that a little bit more. I think it's it can be difficult if you don't realize it. It can be difficult to have the awareness or to maintain the awareness that even in your you know, biggest feelings or biggest hurt or, you know, in these kinds of conversations that there's another person with a different experience of things that's just as equally valid as yours. So what you're saying is like, you know, if you feel entitled to, you know, this is the way things are like a factual sort of a a perspective, it's not actually factual because you're a human being, right? You're saying, oh, this fact happened and it impacted me this way. But as a different person over here, I'm like, well, I didn't actually mean that. And I experienced it differently. And to be fair, if you want to have your experience and say that, you know, it impacted you that way, you also need to give me permission to have my experience that is actually different than yours. And that has to have just as much value or validity. Right. Yeah. And I think um, it really is at the end of the day, it's about feelings, right? It's about it's about not necessarily feeling like you are able to have your own feelings. So on the side of the fact keeper, um, they feel the way they feel and they're justified in that and they're not willing to change it. Because in their mind, if you are going to keep talking about this, like what you're asking them to do is essentially don't feel that way. You're actually not justified in feeling that way. Um, and they're sitting there going, yes, I am justified in feeling this way because I just you just said X, Y, Z. And that's the debate right there. They're like, here's the debate. Here are the arguments. And my conclusion is exactly what you just said. Right. Right. So in light of that, it's about realizing and like, you know, going back to our previous episode and talking through this, but realizing that, OK, the person is not necessarily saying that you're not that you're that that you're not entitled to feel the way you feel. We don't even know what they're saying, (laughs) (laughs) but they're not necessarily saying that. So it's like, okay, you can still feel that way, whatever it is. And this is about kind of that self-confidence and developing that, that, um, as Freud would say, strong ego to, to hold on to yourself and know that like, you can feel that way. And you can also still understand that, you know, why you feel that way. Like you have one reason, whatever it happens to be, whatever the fact happens to be that you, you're like, yes, got it. Okay. <laughs> whatever that is. Okay. You got it. There's probably more to it though. Like there could be more reason even than it's going on that you could explore and figure out. You could know like, oh, you could find out the nuance of that feeling. If you can slow down, hold it and say, yeah, I can feel this way. And also I want to hear what's going on with you. Because then at that point, you actually can have this thing called a relationship (laughs) right which you know to open this episode we were talking about you can be right or you can be in relationship right and and it doesn't mean abandoning your feelings it's not like or yourself or yourself yeah it doesn't you have to you don't have to abandon that in order to be in relationship in fact what you're what you just said is you can hold on to yourself hold on to your feelings and have the relationship but as what you just were, were saying there with abandonment, that is going to be what it feels like, people. That, that is, it's going to feel like you are abandoning like your entire position, your whole self. You're right. giving it all up. And that's why we are saying this is hard. It, it's hard. Communication is hard because you are it totally feels in the moment like you're basically going like, you're right. And that's it. 
And that's not what's happening. Exactly. And I've had a lot of experience with this as a guy. I think it's, it can be particularly difficult um, because I think we tend to have more of these kind of like, I don't know, compartmentalization um, processes than women can have. Um, and, and we, we do, I think in a sense, have one or more like justify ourselves or defend ourselves. And so usually in these experiences with couples or just directly with guys, I will tell them, yes, it does feel like you are agreeing with the opposition. It's like, you're saying whatever this other person, you know, thought or believed or felt is you're saying, yes, I agree that that is what happened. It feels, remember, I'm using the word feels, it feels like that's what you're saying. But the reality is you're not, you're just agreeing with that's how they experienced it. So if you're, you know, the other person and the other person's like, if you're the listener and the right person is saying, this is how I felt and I need to be right, you can understand and give agreement to how they experienced it without abandoning yourself. You're not saying what I experienced didn't matter. You're just simply kind of pausing that and saying, okay, let's put that over here to the side. I did still experience that, but let me see what you experienced and validate that of like, oh yeah, you did go through what you went through and your feelings or beliefs really do make sense. That's really what you're communicating is, oh, that makes a lot of sense. And then the hope is after that, you will want to come over here to my side and say, oh, and your experience, what you went through also makes sense. It, the reality is, as you're saying that, another uh, thing to, to add to you know, the whole idea you can be right or you can have relationships, what we also are suggesting, you just need to err on the side of the relationship or else you're not going to have one. I mean, you have to err on the side of of punting your what your addiction to the reality of facts is and just basically going, I'm not going to I'm just not going to hold it. We're saying it's enough um, to just keep in your mind like, oh, I'm doing the thing now. It's, I'm going to be I'm trying to be right to just go like, OK, well, I'm just not going to do that. We're trying to give you the, some techniques and tools of what to do when you do that. But we're also suggesting just do it. Yeah, it's like suspending judgment. It's like, OK, like maybe I can circle back to see if I was right. But I'm going to suspend that for now, because here's the other thing that's happening. And if you were if you're the kind of person that um, is on the side of needing to be right a lot, I want you to listen closely to this. And I say this with a lot of compassion, but you're not going to like it. You're, in fact, probably going to want to. Uh, not leave that five-star review, but too bad you already did it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> gotcha. Just kidding. Um, wow, you're so right. <laughs> but here's the thing. It goes back to what you were saying uh, a few minutes ago, Nathan. If you're the person who needs to be right, what you're saying is, is like that. Haha, my, what I experienced really did happen. That's the one thing that happened, right? And so you are essentially saying, what I saw, what I felt, what I believe, that's the one thing that happened. What you think and feel or experience did not happen because that would then override what I think or feel, right? So you're essentially denying the other person's feelings. You're saying, no, you're, you can't feel that way because I feel this way. The problem is if you're the right person, what you're trying, what you're so afraid of is your experience being taken away. You're afraid of your feelings not being true um, to the other person. But that's exactly what you are doing to the other person. I think that in, in light of that, it's like the encouragement is to really understand, and really take in. I mean, I have been I have been the person who wants to be right. Oh, yeah. Well, I think we all have. Uh, and, Absolutely. and it's like you're in that moment and you're feeling so 
like we just moved on, like the conversation is needing to move on. You're like, wait, I feel this way. Like what you said, X, Y, Z. And then the person's just going on and like, no, 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 circle back. Mm -hmm. This just happened, (laughs) you know? And so I think on the other side, the other side of that coin is everybody just needs to, to slow down. If you end up talking about one thing, whatever that, because this was, nope, we have to acknowledge, we have to acknowledge, you know? Okay. Then you probably do need to acknowledge it. That doesn't mean you have to totally agree and then make sure that your own feelings don't matter. It's more that you have to go, okay, all right, well, yeah, that was said. It sounds like you really feel like that right now that I'm X, Y, Z and that you're blah, blah, blah. Did I get that right? Yeah, you got that right. Okay. What else? Right. And that question is a really big one. Like, okay, what else? Because it's, you're remaining open. You're not just saying that to move on to your own thing, but you're really allowing yourself to stay curious and letting the, the speaker know, I'm open to everything that you have to say. Another one you can say is, can you say more about that? You know, um, or um, I'm, I understood you say X, Y, Z, but I'm missing, but I feel like I'm missing something. Or even just the question of like, you know, is there something I'm missing? What am I missing? Is there anything Mm -hmm. else that I haven't gotten yet? I can tell you one word you don't want to use if you can try to avoid it at all costs in this scenario is the word why. And the, the reason why I say that is because why oftentimes implicates justify yourself, justify what you just said to me. Well, the person's already trying to do that. So if you, (laughs) and you're not getting it (laughs) right. And now you say it again, it's like, uh, just like light the fire, baby. Here we go. I I thought maybe another example of this in a totally different way might be helpful. Sometimes as a parent, um, especially of younger kids, I'll have parents that'll say like, I'm horrible. I'm like a whole, I am a horrible parent. Like I'm doing, I know this is going to happen someday. I'm going to find out like what, you know, like, Oh yeah, that we're going to be paying for therapy for you. We're buying you a vehicle. That's because <laughs> our family's going to be here forever. Like type of thing. And because what they're noticing is facts, right? From their perspective, it's facts. Their child did X, Y, Z. They went above and beyond and yelling at their kid and like grounding them. They feel like they ground them or like get them in timeout all the time. And they'll sit back and go like, the facts are I'm a horrible parent because I yelled, they did. And if you look back, no, they're in timeout all day. Who's doing that? That's me. <laughs> right. right. That kid didn't go to college because they were in timeout. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's just fucking funny because I have a kid going to college. Maybe like that's a way to get him not go to college. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. Sorry. Parenting tip number 142. <laughs> Sorry, Cam. You're in timeout. So, um, but the idea, the reality is, is there's a, there's a bunch of different per- perspectives there. We were talking earlier about, well, there's really probably two, there's yours and your kids, but we were talking earlier about holding on to yourself. So what I'll tell parents is, do you love your child? Well, yeah, of course I do. Okay. That is happening in the, mo- it can't, it cannot not happen. I mean, I understand that you may have lost your whatever in that scenario, and maybe that what you did was not loving, but it doesn't move you all the way over into you're not like that you are a bad parent. You could need more skills, but the reality is, is that you love your kid. And we're talking about in the same way in this writer relationship scenario, like you can be who you are and have the feelings that you have and still have, there can be weird behaviors that are going on. 
And that's just the way that things are. Yeah, because the reality is so many times uh, I've I've heard from in situations like this, the kid, uh, you know, the parent would say that and the kid now grown up or whatever can look back and say, oh, I was such a turd when I was a kid. And the parent is like, I was so mean to you. And, the, and like their narrative was like, I was a horrible parent. But the kid's narrative was like, I was just, you know, out of control or whatever. A horrible kid. A horrible kid. Yeah, exactly. Or even um, one time I remember a, a mom came uh, in after Mother's Day and she was shocked because she went out to lunch with her daughter and was like, oh, I was such a horrible mom, you know, basically growing up. And then daughter was like, what are you talking about? I thought you were amazing. And she listed all these things. And the mom was like, wow, I, I just looked at all the wrong things I did. I didn't even know that those other things had an impact. And the daughter was like, yeah, I mean, those things were also going on alongside whatever else you were going on. And I just knew, you know, you're just a person, you know, you're human. So it's that idea, like things outside of what you think are happening are also happening. And we just need to be open to that. Yeah, it's it's not it's never going to be about one thing. You know, normal rule of thumb, if you're talking about something longer than five minutes, it's because of your childhood. <laughs> like, right. I mean, by talking, meaning fighting, like arguing about it. The other thing, too, that you highlighted, I thought about earlier, we did a previous episode called Intent and Impact, and I think it's also got reasons and excuses, and that applies to what we're talking about today a lot. With all of that, the next episode is number 100. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course, Nine Ways to Overcome Fear and Self-Doubt. And you'll get nine weeks worth of customized practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life. Thanks again for listening. 